Good morning, Century 21 Mike Bowman family. I hope everybody is doing great. I am super excited about our guest today, the one and only Mr. Michael Abaddon. Uh, not only is he our number two agent in the office, he is in the top 15 in the country right now. Uh, we're blessed to have two agents in the top 15, Michael being one of them. And uh, Michael, what I would like to ask you starting out, uh, and hey, when, while you are listening, make sure you take good notes. This guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> if I was, if I was a new agent or, you know, a struggling agent, I'd called you up and said, hey, what advice would you give me to get my business going again? Uh, what would that be? What would that look like? So I will segment into answering that question. Um, I will revert back to, well, first of all, you just shared some, I didn't even realize that I was in the top 15 in the country. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, that's pretty cool. So you guys now know that, and I just learned that. And five years ago, actually six years ago, my first year selling real estate, my gross commissions for the year was $62,000. I actually made less money my first year as an agent than I did my first job out of college, which was definitely not encouraging. I'll, I'll be honest with that. And so as I revert back to looking at what that looked like when I was younger, the important thing is to, well, number one is, is to believe in yourself. So you have to be able to understand and value what you bring to the table for your customers. If you can't believe in yourself, you will inherently definitely struggle. Um, I know from experience, it can be very, very tough. The second thing to remember, especially if you're a new agent and or a struggling agent, is how do you bring value to your community and how do you get your name out there for people? Um, I found that probably one of the most successful things that I've done is try to become a presence on social media. Um, I live out here on Possum Kingdom Lake, which is a significantly smaller community um, than you know, South Lake or Colleyville or West Lake. But there's a lot of opportunity to touch your community, and you don't realize how many people value that. And so sometimes it's not even marketing the fact that you are the, you know, realtor of the month or whatever, or you've sold 10 houses and you've put door hangers on people's front doors and things like that, which those are all important marketing avenues. But it's how do you create a name and a persona for yourself within your community, because this is a 100% a transactional relational business. And if people can relate to you, inherently you're going to gain and earn business. If you're just the guy that puts stuff on people's doors and, you know, hands out business cards when you, when you think appropriate, I'm sure there will be some success that comes from that, but in order to make it whole, you need to be a part of your community and show people that you care about your job and you care about the people around you that you're trying to help. Um, 
that that's kind of to me the most important thing and what's helped my business tremendously well and i think both of those are two super number one is just spot on because if you don't believe in yourself it's not going to happen and you have to believe in what you're doing you know period the end but number two I mean, here again, I think it's top priority because if if you don't make a name for yourself and it's and exactly what you said, it it's not about the numbers that you do. It's just that you care about that community. And, you know, agents, they don't even have to try to hit Colleyville. I mean, they there's a lot of subdivisions that have a thousand homes in it. And if a you lot. just let that subdivision know that you care about them and you're aware of what's going on. I mean, it, it, it just creates tons and tons of referrals and business for you. Yep. Um, even like small things like doing giveaways at your local, you know, family owned pizza shop or doing stuff for your local ice cream store or for the chamber of commerce or, I mean, pick it, right? There's thousands of avenues, restaurants, stores in that DFW area that you absolutely could touch. And, and it costs you virtually nothing minus the giveaway that you want to do. And it can be a $20 gift card. It can be it can be whatever. Um, and, and then putting that on social media to let people know that you are out and about. You know the community. You know the areas. You know the schools. You know, when it's when school starts, maybe it's giving away some supplies to teachers at the school. I mean, these things, they really don't cost that much in the grand scheme of it, but they will pay off tenfold for your business with, I mean, zero question in my mind. It it pays off tenfold. Exactly. No, exactly. Let me ask you this. Uh, How often are you in the business every day? I am, I mean, I am at least in, I mean, I'm in the business every day, probably at least, at least five to six days a week. Um, I try to at least once or twice a week, dedicate a day where, you know, it's just spent with my family. We have three kids and, uh, you know, have a very busy schedule. And so inherently I try to do that. And as we all know, being realtors, that doesn't exactly always pan out the way that we want it to. But, you know, being able to touch the market and it can even just be doing research, right? Um, it doesn't necessarily, again, contacting customers and, and calling, you know, um, new listing lists or FSOB lists or, you know, whatever. It's those are all important things, but just creating a knowledge base for your customer so that when you do touch somebody, that's the most important thing. I get a great example. I've got, there's agents that have been out at this lake for over 20 years and they call me to get information about the subdivision that I live in out here. And I scratch my head and I go, how have you been an agent out here for 20 <laughs> years? And you don't know the answer to, you know, how many pools are there or, or things like that. So and I'm not saying you have to go and learn every single subdivision in DFW because that's, you know, that's unlikely and it's just a, it's a tough thing. But become an expert in at least the areas that you're trying to focus on. Know the school districts, research them, which is the best schools, which ones have, 
you know, highest grade levels, which I mean, no price points, no which areas are close to grocery stores. So putting in that extra time, not only to contact customers, but just researching your market, super, super duper important. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that could that, that could be, you know, at least at least five, six hours a day. Um, you know, if not more, and and that could be any part of the day, right? It could be in the morning, it could be at night, it can be during the middle of the day. I mean, whenever you deem, whenever you work the best, I know everybody, everybody works best at different hours. So, but set aside time to, to learn your market for sure. Well, and here again, I think that's something that's really missed and undervalued. Uh, but the pros like yourself and the pros here in our office, they have that knowledge. And if people kind of take into perspective, if I'm going to talk to an attorney or a financial advisor, a doctor, you know, any of those professionals, I, I'm hoping they have the knowledge. And if they don't, I'm not using them. You and go there for answers. Absolutely. Exactly. And, and I don't think that's utilized enough that, that agents truly understand the market and the trends, the school districts, you know, the amenities of the community, uh, those are all valuable information that people want to know when they're buying a home, you know, buying and selling both. Mm -hmm. uh, they want you to know that you have that knowledge. And sometimes I think <clears throat> agents, you know, don't take that as serious as they should and really study and understand those things. Yeah. I think sometimes when you go to these listing appointments, you feel like the only thing that's necessary is to create you know, the right packet to drop off to your client. And that's really where it starts. Um, if that's where it ends for you, you're probably realizing that you're not getting as many listings as you would hope that you would get. So, you know, when you get in front of your client, yeah, absolutely present them with a professional, you know, portfolio setup of, hey, this is why I'm the best agent. But go into detail as to what you do for the community, how you believe, like, hey, I'm going to make a Facebook video of your property and I'm going to put it on social media and we're going to do this, this and this. And, you know, we're going to get the right photographer in here. So elaborating on that and spending time to understand and know your client uh, is super important. And even I learned something uh, just finishing up with some continuing education stuff today about understanding and knowing who the client you're going to go visit what generation are they from are they in their 20s are they in their 30s are they in their 50s and 60s so even things like that uh, putting that thought process it's like a it's like any of these guys that play in the nba nfl any professional athlete name them they they do a tremendous amount of of film watching research you know all these things before they go and perform at the highest level and we as agents should be doing the same thing. We should be absolutely 100% prepared. We should know everything about our client as much as we can before we walk in that door uh, and sit in front of them. And and those are, it sounds easy, but it's just, are you willing to put in the additional effort to, to know that and to do those things? And if no. you do, you'll be successful. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're exactly right. But that, and here again, I think it's undervalued because yeah, you get the call for the appointment. It's not all about you going in and talking about until you ask those questions and truly understand what their wants and needs are and getting to exactly what you said, getting to know the client. Why are they moving? 
why are they, you know, why are they needing to buy those things? You know, what's their background? Just understanding where they're coming from. How can you truly help them? You know, it's not just going out, finding some houses, boom, you select and that's it. There's wants and needs, you know, that they have and you need to understand that. Uh, And I think you, the presentation's that much more powerful. And then you know exactly what to tell them and what they need, you know, when you're at that listing appointment, because you do, you understand them, you know, at that point. Exactly. Excellent. What other advice would you give the agents? Goodness. Um, yeah, I've, I'll probably just continue to beat this with a with a drumstick. But it, believing in yourself, I I uh, when I first moved out here, actually, I started working with a real estate developer, which helped somewhat propel my business. As people inherently would just stop in. Um, to the office and you'd show them property and well, at least that's what I thought. And then it took me a year to sell my first house. I mean, literally month 11 of my real estate license is when I sold my first property. And so, you know, I, I look back at that and I remember having the conversation with my wife saying, you know what, what's probably going to end up happening. I haven't sold anything. I'm probably going to get let go from this developer and, you know, have to go find another job. Obviously I'm not cut out for real estate and, you know, let's just go figure it out. And then I sold my first property. I, the development hosted events like hay rides and dive-in movies and all these big celebrations. I made sure that I was present. I made sure everybody knew that I was there, that I existed. And it seems like when I, when I did that every year for the past five years, my business has continued to increase. Uh, it hasn't stopped. And I've put more and more effort into being a part of the community, donating to the community, making videos, honoring, spotlighting, uh, local businesses, you know, doing video tours and walkthrough of people's houses. Um, paying attention and just doing what you need to do as an agent to build that relationship with your client. But what it boils down to is, and my wife had to encourage me, but it was, I had to believe in myself. I had to believe that the fact that, you know, I know I'm better than the average guy and I've got to show people why I am better than the average guy, because no one's going to know that I'm better than the average guy unless I show them that I'm better than the average guy. And so it was just believing in myself and believing in my abilities to communicate, you know, build those relationships. Um, that was, I mean, that was it for me. That was, that was the key. And so I think for anybody, I mean, obviously I know everyone on this podcast is an agent, but even if you have spouses or your kids or whatever, you know, you, as a dad myself, like I, I want to teach my kids how to believe in themselves because that's where it all starts. If, if you, if you hang your head um, inherently, it just, it ends up making it a very, very difficult road or process. So um, it's not always going to be easy. I, I know that for a fact. Exactly. No. Believing in yourself and, and putting forth the effort. Uh, there's not too many people in our society that have put forth a whole bunch of effort and received nothing from that. 
not saying it's not impossible, but it's very unlikely. So no, but uh, but here again, you're you're exactly right. Uh, but it took eleven months, but then all of a sudden it's okay. Now I'm going to make the effort. So now you actually get involved. You're you're present there with people. Uh, they get to know who you are and what you're about. You know, it's not being a secret agent waiting. It's you starting to take, you know, action and believing in yourself. And I'm such a big believer in mindset. I truly am. Uh, it's the way we look at things in life determines what type of life we get to live, you know. And if it's always gloom and doom, I can't. You've already determined your fate. It's exactly. not going to happen. It, it will not happen, you know. And when somebody gives you advice, well, I'm not going to do that. Well, why wouldn't you? If that person's successful, why wouldn't you at least try it? You know, uh, and but that's what just kind of I scratch my head with people is, and yeah, I mean I'm right there with you, and that's my number one thing. If you're going to be in this business, you've got to believe in yourself and you've got to take action. Uh, period. The end. And what amazes me, we're we're in a business, and I I say this so many times that people really want to know what we're doing. I mean, do. I, you get it all the time. Hey, Michael, what's going on in the real estate market? Hey, what's happening in the harbor? They like to know about real estate, but people, but for some reason, so many people get in this business and they're afraid to discuss it. And I do think a lot of it does too, is exactly what you said at number three, the research and knowledge. They don't take time to understand, so they really don't have the answers. Where when you have that knowledge and you've done your research and you know about the communities, you can speak and you speak intelligently. Now people are drawn to you. Now I have, I have gotten listings from people that have already shown been shown property with by other agents, not even listings. I've gotten clients where people have called me as a listing agent and just you know started asking me a battery of questions. And then by the end of the conversation, they go wow, you know, I've been working with an agent for the past month and you've already given me more information than they have in the past month. And mm -hmm. inherently that turns into a, a transactional deal. And it's just, it was a phone call and it was just being able to speak about the lake and the local market and what's happening and trends and, and all that stuff. It's just, it's right there in front of you and people value, people value knowledge. That's, that's, it's people that are buying houses. It's never ceases, never ceases to amaze me at how, and this is good for us, but how unknowledgeable they are of the process of selling their home. Like people just don't understand what it takes, what it looks like, you know, what it takes to prepare for it. What does it look like after the sale of the home, through the sale of the home, understanding your HUD agreements, like, hey, why am I paying this? Are my taxes prorated? I mean, people, for us, we think, hey, this is autopilot. But for for the average home seller and buyer, they don't they don't know what that looks like. And so, you know, being able to exactly. just even talk about those things with them, what the process is going to look like is just, I mean, it's huge. It's no. exactly it's everything. Okay. One more question I want to ask before we uh get off the podcast. Yep. And I know what the answer is going to be, but <laughs> number one, 
you're, I mean, you're a consummate pro. I mean, I've always enjoyed every time you've called and asked me questions and stuff, it's always about the best interest of a client. And I mean, you always put the client first, period. The end. Mm-hmm. There's just no question. Uh, because of that mindset, because of the way, you know, going above and beyond, having the knowledge, making sure everything's taken care of. Do you get any referrals from those people? All the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, exactly. Yeah, I get, in fact, I will, I will be picking up a, um, a $1.6 million listing out here at the lake. Uh, photographer is actually out today. I'm going to take pictures of this property. And it was listed previously with another agent out here at the lake. Um, clients that I had previously sold property to, I helped them. I referred them people to do their renovation, to, I mean, cleaning people, to, you know, all these things that they needed. It was just like every time they asked, it was like, boom, 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 here's the information. And their listing expired with the other agent. And these people called the people that I sold the house to, hey, do you know anybody out there? Next thing you know, they call me, they talk about here again, how poor the communication was with their previous agent, you know, never followed up with showing feedback, um, never gave suggestions of, hey, you know, change this room or do this or do that. And, you know, here I am going to pick up a a million six listing and, you know, I'm going to go run with it and I'm going to go do what I do best. And that's going to go market that property. So, yeah, being honest um, and straightforward with with your customers, even if sometimes it's not the answer that you want to give them, um, mm-hmm. give it to them. You're better off losing business and being honest than trying to come up with a story to just earn business. So, um, I had a phone call yesterday of a guy that wanted to list his property for almost a hundred dollars a square foot more than the average price because he felt like, you know, the market was low and he felt like he's got the best house. And, and, and I know you all have heard this and I straight up told him, I go, I'm, I'm really honestly and truly honored that you called me, but I'm not interested in your listing. If that's what you want to list it at, because it's an unrealistic expectation. And I don't want you to call me in three months and, and ask me, you know, why my property hasn't sold. So sometimes the answers you're going to give to your clients or prospective clients is not going to be the answer that that you want to give, but you know it's right. And doing the right thing will will always, 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 always pay off. So may not yeah. seem like it at the time, but it will, I promise. No, but that's probably the most powerful advice you've said yet. And I agree wholeheartedly. And I learned the hard way, and so many agents do. You have to be honest. It's not being brutally honest, exactly what you said. You handle it with grace, but you stay firm and honest about what the situation is, you know? Absolutely. I mean, that That's what you did. It wasn't, you know, being a jerk about it. You just sit there and said, hey, you know, I appreciate it, but man, it's not going to happen. And I'll never forget my third listing, you know, my first two sell real quick. So I think I'm a hot dog, know everything at a young age. My third, they were overpriced. But, hey, you know, my dad's Mike Bowman, everything. I know what I'm doing. Go ahead and take it. And it wound up being the biggest headache and mistake because I was I was not strong enough to be honest at the beginning to say, look, guys, you know, I we just can't get this money here. 
you know, yep. and by being honest and stuff, they'll respect you more. And Hey, you might not get it, but it could possibly come around the second time when it doesn't sell the first time. And they call you up and go, well, you know what, Michael, I guess you're right. Maybe we should sit down and talk. They will mm-hmm. respect you for it. And that's what you need to make sure. Don't be a people pleaser and just, okay, I'll try to be a hero and maybe we can be honest. That's the best thing we can do in this business is just be honest with our clients, let them know, and they'll respect us. They might not like what we hear, but they'll respect us so much more. Yeah. So definitely yeah, be honest and then utilize, utilize our resources. Um, I mean, hats off to you and Mike, Dave, uh, for all the resources that you guys provide for us um, and your ability to answer questions. So, I mean, I've asked probably some pretty, some pretty dumb questions before um, that hindsight, I think to myself, why did I even ask that question? But then after I relay that information to whoever that question was directed for, and I give the proper answer, I go, man, what a great feeling. I, I know that I gave the right answer and there was no guessing and I know it's the right answer and there's no issues down the road with it. So utilize utilize the people in the office, utilize other agents, um, utilize Dave and Mike. I mean, they're so knowledgeable. They've been in this business for what probably feels like an eternity to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, been a while. <laughs> and utilizing that is just, it's just, it's part of what makes working for Century 21, I mean, so great. I mean, I'm sure many other agents get recruited from other brokerages all the time. It's just part of the business, I guess. But it's such an easy answer, at least for me, just to say I'm not interested because, you know, you build a family and you build just so much rapport and you guys have given so much back to your agents. It's just, I mean, it's an easy it's an easy deal. It's, it's not even, it's not even a question that crosses my mind and people will call you and say, Oh, you can have a hundred percent of your commission. And you know, what's that worth? What's that worth to give up some commission and then never be able to talk to someone, bring someone through your issues and, you know, do that. So thinking about the, the long road uh, is definitely <laughs> way more viable than, than trying to get back a couple percent on commission. So um, thank you well, guys for, well, for all the resources you provide for us. <laughs> well, we appreciate it and we appreciate you very much. And Hey, it, it is a family here. You know, it really is. Absolutely. One thing I love about all of our agents is just the family atmosphere and, uh, man, no matter who it is, top pro an an agent can give them a call and man, they, they give them answers. They, they want to help. That's, that's what I love about our group. It's just really a special group. It's the way it should be. Absolutely. Well, Michael, man, I appreciate you so much. And what we're going to do, uh, we're leaving this podcast always ended on a quote. This one is from Tony Robbins. And I think it just winds up really hitting what Michael said. And the quote is, if you talk about it, it's a dream. If you envision it, it's possible. But once you schedule it and put it into action, it becomes real. Guys, let's make our dreams come real. Michael, I appreciate you again. Everybody have a great week.